you're listening to the Wellness Kachina podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. Today we are talking about herbs and spices and how they can completely transform a dish. There are some dishes that can be herb and spice forward, like pestos or curries, and other dishes that can use herbs and spices more subtly, like rosemary potatoes or a homemade tomato sauce. Let's start with the difference between herbs and spices. Spices are typically from the root, stem, seed, fruit, flower, or bark of a tree or plant. So for example, ginger or turmeric are roots that can be purchased fresh or dried. Coriander is made from the seeds of cilantro. Cinnamon comes from the bark of the cinnamonium tree. Cayenne pepper comes from the fruit like the actual pepper. Cloves are flower buds from an Indonesian tree, while herbs are typically leafy green parts of the plant. So cilantro, parsley, rosemary, sage, thyme, basil, lemongrass, and oregano, just to name a few. I feel like the question always boils down to, is dried or fresh better? And honestly, it depends on the cooking application, how often you use the herbs, and what's accessible to you. Dried herbs shouldn't be seen as secondary to fresh. They can impart a good amount of flavor when they're used properly. I should note though, that depending on the age of your dried spices, that they may not be as flavorful and you may need to use a larger amount. I should also note that if you've had spices in your cabinet since Thanksgiving 2010 or before that, I'd suggest tossing them. They're not going to have any flavor or really be able to impart anything if they're ancient. Dried herbs should be used in cooked dishes, and they can be added early during the cooking process. Although occasionally they can be used to finish a dish like couscous or rice, if you add a little bit of dried parsley at the end to that just for a little bit of color. Fresh herbs should be used to add freshness and lightness to a dish. So hearty fresh herbs like rosemary or thyme can be added in the beginning of the cooking process, whereas more delicate fresh herbs like basil or mint should be added right before serving. If they're added too early on, they're gonna start to wilt during the cooking process. They're gonna become bitter and have this putrid green color. When it comes to spices, dried is typically how they come. If you have a choice when purchasing, aim to purchase most of your spices whole. You will have to grind them yourself, but they're gonna be so much more flavorful when you do. And for some of you guys, I get it. Grinding your own spices might not be your thing. I get it. But to get the most out of your ground spices, you'll want to toast them. And you can do this in a dry pan over medium-low heat or in a pan with oil that you plan to continue cooking your meal in. And I will be posting that video on IGTV so you can see that as well. As far as fresh spices go, you may only be able to find fresh ginger and fresh turmeric. So with both of these, you remove the outside layer with a spoon and it's literally as easy as just putting a little bit of pressure on that outside paper-like covering on both of those just to get the outside layer off. And then you can slice either of these spices or you can grate them. I actually prefer to grate them so that you have all of the flavor without any of the fibrous parts, especially if you're using them raw in like a salad, for example. I feel like one of the major questions that I get is how do you know what spices and herbs go together? Especially if you're not following a recipe, right? My response is always, your nose knows. So I like to say, if it smells good together, it's gonna taste good together. Go into your spice cabinet, open a couple of different herbs and spices, and start smelling them together. 
This is going to be how you familiarize yourself with different smells that you enjoy, maybe some combinations that you'll completely avoid. Rather than taking out the measuring spoons, just using your hands as a guide. And it doesn't have to be exact, but knowing how much you're putting in can be really insightful because if you don't like how much you put in that one time, you can make that modification going forward. Here are a couple of examples of some common flavor combinations I love. For a Latin flair, try cumin and coriander, maybe with some fresh cilantro and lime zest. For an Italian flair, try basil, oregano, thyme, rosemary, and maybe some lemon zest. For an easy curry, combine cumin, coriander, ginger, turmeric, cinnamon, cardamom, cayenne, and maybe finish it with some fresh basil and orange zest. For an Asian flair, I like to aim for fresh. Lemongrass, ginger, garlic, basil, and mint can all be really impactful flavors. If you guys have any more questions about herbs, spices, dried or fresh, and how to cook with them, reach out on my Instagram page, and I'll be happy to walk you through that. Also, be sure to check out the IGTV video where I show you how to toast your dried spices. Three main takeaways. Herbs and spices can transform a dish. Both dried and fresh can impart flavor. Remember, your nose knows. Thanks for listening. Reach out via email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com to leave comments, tell me about show topics you'd like to hear, or just to say hi. Check out Wellness Kachina's Instagram page at chef underscore RDN for cooking tips, recipes, and IGTV videos that relate to the podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about how you and your family can build stronger bonds while gaining kitchen confidence, schedule a complimentary call. The link is in the show notes. Tune in this Friday when I'll be talking about thickening sauces. 